Hey, welcome to Talking Amongst Myselves, the companion series to Conversations Along the Way. A chance for yours truly to offer some reflections on some favorite topics, specifically through the lens of inner dialogue or inner conversation. To learn more, click on the intro episode for this series from the end of May 2023. Hope you enjoy. I'm sitting here on a beautiful day in my apartment in Berlin. Sun is shining, falling on the uh, French balcony. It looks out onto a small courtyard with a big tree in it. It's a beautiful day to reflect on death. (laughs) I was wondering what my first episode should be about. And then it kind of clicked last night. I watched a documentary that I think is one of the most important things that I've seen in a long, long time. It's called End of Life. It's all about, as the title would indicate, death and how we approach it. It's a very intimate look at four people's final days. So intimate, so beautiful, so poignant. In so many ways, it's the perfect or the archetypal art house film. It has a shot in it, literally a single shot. I kid you not, that is seven minutes, ten minutes, and it's just on somebody's face. Now, the person that is being shot there or filmed there is Ram Dass, so that's a very interesting face to rest on. But (laughs) I had to laugh that if you had to come up with certain tropes, visual tropes for an art house film that might cause some eye rolling, that would be it. But for me, it was, as I said, beautiful. And it gave me the idea for this first episode, because death is one of the things that is very much on my mind as I step into this new phase of life. I moved back to Germany for many reasons, two primarily to be with my folks there in their 80s and 90s. And the end is now, if not in sight, certainly something that can be uh, intuited. The other reason was vocational, to try to find a new way to do what I do. It's pretty clear what the reference or the connection to death is vis-a-vis my parents. If you watch your parents go into the sunset Start that journey, again, not knowing how long that will be. Inevitably, the thought turns to you, to yourself, what that means for you. How ready are you for that to be true for yourself? In fact, the very end of that 7 to 10 minute shot in the dock was Ram Dass saying, very, very simply, most people in our society in our culture are afraid of death and i'm confronting that question for myself how afraid of death am i one of the things that i said i do here with uh, talking amongst myself was to look at how different parts of me react to this question the little guy within me has a very interesting split The little guy is the most afraid of death because his experience early, early on, right after birth, was one of repeated deaths. My birth was not an easy affair, neither for my mother nor for me. I know that cognitively. I'm still trying to grapple with the 
emotional fallout of that 50 plus years on, 55 years on. So my little guy is the most afraid of death, but also, interestingly, there's an innocent quality that the little guy has that is connected to everything. A counterweight, a counterbalance to it. There's deep fear and deep trust. So I can flip from one to the other very, very easily when I'm most connected to the little guy. And I've noticed that the little guy is something that's hard to spit out. (laughs) Isn't that interesting? Now, the part within me that I've called hothead, the adolescent, is perhaps the most hostile to the notion of death. It's not afraid of it so much as saying a big-ass F you to it. And that makes sense because that part of me came online to protect the little guy from suffering, basically, is how I have come to see it. Hothead is there to say, I will protect you from your pain, pretty much at all costs. The gatekeeper, the knight. So his attitude towards death has always been one of fight. And in fact, this is where the plumbing of the depths of your own psychology becomes so interesting. Hothead is most associated in my mind with adolescent energy. But I feel his roots must go all the way back to the very beginning. I learned to fight for my life at the very, very beginning of it. Now, what's interesting is that the second reason that I came here, as I said, it's something to do about reinventing myself vocationally, re-energizing, reorienting myself. Right now, finding work in my field as a video editor is proving to be very difficult. And that brings up the question of death in its own way. I find my mind turning over this question much more often now that I'm confronting very difficult phase financially in my life. And it makes sense, doesn't it? Hothead and little guy in some ways have no way of differentiating between these two forms of death. They feel existentially threatening no matter what. The third part of me, the part that I have dubbed the mediator, the adult me, steps in and says, ah, okay, thoughts about physical decline point to feelings of anxiety around financial security and vice versa. I'm able to lay over some concept of that from the perspective of the mediator. If I try to take a step back and look at it from the perspective of the observer, just being with, that part then points to or would have me consider how this fear, this resistance to death is futile. When I can really sink into that sense of futility, it is happening. It will happen. 
you will be disappointed financially, and you will die. And your parents will die. And crucially, that's okay. When that part of me can just present that, it's almost like a vista in front of me. It's not visual, of course. It's more of a a felt sense. Then this period becomes incredibly rich in my mind and heart. And I'm feeling it kind of well up as I'm speaking. And I'm deeply, deeply grateful that I can sink into that, the very absence of work and the fact that that kicks up this question of death, of threat to existence, makes sense. And it's because I'm getting in touch with those parts of me that have always wrestled with it in an embodied sort of way. Now, like any pilgrim on the path, this isn't a one-and-done or linear deal. I cycle through this multiple times a day, multiple times an hour, heavens, multiple times a minute sometimes, up, down, all around. And the beauty of the Buddhist path is that all of that is to be observed and appreciated from as neutral a perspective as possible. So sitting here on this beautiful day, looking out at the tree, at the sun coming in, it all is a gift. <laughs>